We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdart Weather Podcast. This is episode 228. I'm Rando. And I'm Shara. And this is the Hope on the Horizon episode. Could there be? Well, we're going to get into... Here's hoping. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, we're going to get into the weeds on that in a little bit. But we have something special to tell everybody. Shara, it was your birthday last week. Happy it birthday. Was? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I gave you a little love over there. Yeah. So happy birthday. Thank you. So what did you do? Um, not a lot. Um, did you go kayaking? No. Oh, okay. As I mean, most people know, I, I watch a baby a couple of days a week. That's so right. Yeah. I had the baby that day. Um, it was super hot, like stupid hot. All oh, week. yeah. <laughs> so I, I was given the choice. You know, Corey offered, he's like, do you want to go out to lunch? Do you want to go out to dinner? Do you want me to make you dinner? Which I contemplated because he makes an amazing red and white lasagna. That is my favorite. And I usually can talk him into making it for me once a year. So (laughs) I almost did that. And then I was like, I kind of do want to go out. So we met up with some friends in Springfield. Oh, cool. Um, You went to Springfield. Good friend of ours that we met way back when we were newlyweds. In the 90s in Joplin. We had just gotten married. They had just gotten married. We started at the same church. Oh, how cool. Became like instant friends. We've been friends all these years. Um, we've moved. They've moved. And they now live in Republic. Okay. Which they have. Like they moved to Republic about the same time we moved to Branson. So it was kind of like, hey, we're still fairly close. So we've still gotten together. But me, uh, my birthday is two days after hers. Oh, wow. So every year we're like, we're going to celebrate together. And never does it happen because <laughs> life, you know, we're right, busy, they're sure. busy, it's how it is. But exactly. anyway, I messaged her on a whim and I was like, hey, we're going to Springfield for dinner for my birthday. Do you want to join? And they got to. How cool is that? So we went to Mexican Villa. Awesome. And uh, my family, of course, spoiled me. All of the my parents, his parents, grandparents all sent me money. Yay. And cards. We always like that. That's right. Shopping <laughs> money. Um, Corey got me a new Apple Watch. I was going to say, I see something on your wrist there. Yeah, it's mine, really nice. Um, Apple Watch. got obliterated a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah? My, <laughs> my Apple Watch was the original Series 1. Oh, my gosh. And I got For it like in years. 2017. Oh. <laughs> so... That's like four years ago. And I, it was five years ago. But yeah. <laughs> but it had been through a lot, you know, working. <laughs> I bump it on doors every time I go in and out of a door, the door jam, every time. But just being in the nursing field, it has been bumped. And I don't know how it stayed together as long oh, as it did. Oh, that's true. It, literally a few weeks ago, the whole face just fell off. Oh, man. So anyway, it was a goner. 
and I've been like feeling naked for weeks, not being able to look down and read my texts. Or but you got one. So it looks really cool, actually. It's a nice a white one. band. He got me a new one that's waterproof. Oh, so you can go in the pool. Go to the, oh, there you go. Still get my texts in the pool. See, I never wanted an Apple Watch. Everybody was like, "You need an Apple Watch." I'm like, "I don't need an Apple Watch." You know, I didn't want one when he got me the first one, but I didn't know what I was missing. What are you missing? Once you have one. Okay, I carry my phone with me constantly. What is the difference? Okay, but when you're playing the piano up on stage, you can't look at your phone. Yeah, I can. It's right there on my... Well... Along with my iPad, which has disc golf on it. In my line of work, as a nurse, I'm not allowed to have my phone on me. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Okay, now for you, that makes sense. But if my kids were to need something or anything, I can always glance down at my watch if they text me. Now, that makes sense. And see if it's truly an emergency or something. Is everybody bleeding? There's some quick responses you can hit. You know, you can just boop, boop, hit a little quick response. Oh, okay. talk right now, call you right back, you know, things like that. Um, It keeps your heart rate... Well, I have a little... Keeps your step count. I mean, it does so many things that, you know, I know I don't use it for everything. Well, I know Apple Watches are good because my friend Marilyn, a few years ago, I'm sure you remember, she fell. Exactly. And within 20 seconds, the thing called. It recognizes it and it'll call emergency. Actually, it'll usually pop up a message and ask if you need... If yeah. it was an accident, and if you don't respond, it will automatically That's call. That's what it said. It's like, if you don't respond in like 20 seconds, we're calling 911. They call 911, and they call your emergency contacts that you've put in your phone. Oh, my gosh. So it would call like Corey, my mom and dad, yeah. you know, things like that. It also does some really cool things, I noticed. Oh? <laughs> um, <laughs> if you are in a setting that is too loud, like if you were in a setting that could cause hearing damage if you stayed in that level (laughs) it'll notify you (laughs) like if i'm then i definitely don't need one of these because i'm on stage all the time so ours went off in church this morning what we kind of were both like does it feel louder in here than normal (laughs) like it just seemed a little louder the praise and worship seemed a little bit louder and both of our watches went off and gave us a notification that, you know, the noise level was above a certain decibel, and this was where it could oh, cause that is so weird. loss if you stayed in that for too long. I mean, it's cool. It's cool to say that, but, yeah. Well, see, I th- it would be pointless if I'm on stage. I mean, it'll go off, and you can just ignore it or whatever, but it's just warning you that, you know, hey, if you stay in this for too long... You, you suffer hear, it, I think the same damage. thing goes off if, if you're outside and somebody's mowing near you. Oh, right, right, right. Or if right, you go right. through the car wash... Like well, if you're running the vacuums at the car wash, that's when it, it'll go oh, off. Oh, yeah. Well, now, so, so for me, I mean, when I'm on stage, of course, if everybody is going, you know, you're on stage, you need to protect your. We are wearing in ear yeah, monitors. Yeah, so you guys have little earbuds that nobody can see. Well, it, well, they're much higher end earbuds. That they're actually called in ear well, monitors. Right. Yeah, I mean, it when you get a new uh, rubber thing to go in your ear, you hear basically nothing except what you want to, and so it is. Godsend, it is it is so nice because it kind of. Blo- I sit right next to a drummer, and I can barely hear the drums. Yeah. In Christmas time, my buddy Ray plays trumpet right behind me. I can't even hear the trumpet. I mean, these things are awesome. The new AirPods are that way. They have like, the new noise, AirPods are that way. The really, new, they are noise canceling. Like you cannot hear anything See, around you. You and Corey, especially Corey, is way into the yeah. technology. I I, I just know. you know do what they tell me to do. 
I don't keep up with all the technology. But you had, but but you had your birthday. You got your birthday but present. I got you're my watch, and I am a happy there. camper because I <laughs> well, was missing it, giving me my little "Hey, keep going." Like when you've met a certain goal for oh, the day. Oh yeah, yeah, just kind of that encouragement. You've well, met your cool. stand goal. You've met your exercise goal. Way to go! Yeah, I would just I would take my watch off. And go yeah, yeah, whatever, <laughs> because that's me. And, <laughs> Anyway, um, last week we had Garen here, and we didn't really have much to talk about weather-wise, so we just told stories. But guess what? This week, we got some weather stuff to talk about. I don't know what your fun facts are, or your your stuff, your whatever the fun facts are this week in weather. I don't know what. I don't know what. Irrelevant to what you're going to talk about, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um... We said last week that the, this is going to be the the warmest week of the year, and boy, was it. I mean, our weather station easily topped 100 every day. Every day. Now, now we got officially from the Springfield National Weather Service. Uh, last Tuesday, they said, okay, now this is, what, almost, almost a week ago. They said uh, the Springfield Airport has hit 100 degrees for the first time since August 25th, 2014. That's huh. eight years. Uh, yeah. At, at the crazy. airport. At the airport. Yeah. Or check this out 2,885 days of below 100. <laughs> you know, and it's funny to see, you know, because the whole country is experiencing heat. Well, oh, yeah. I think the whole globe is right now. It is. We got um, tons of stuff but in But you're seeing news. parts of the country that are not normally seeing heat. So, to see uh, New York City com- oh my gosh, complaining yes. about the heat, and it's 96. Oh, I know. You know, so you're like... And we're 105. 109 it's like, really? here. What are you talking about? <laughs> if it was 96, I'd be out shoveling my driveway. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, I don't, it's all irrelevant. I don't know they're 96. Maybe True. 96 in New York City feels way hotter than 96 here. I don't know. Well, and the other thing I've noticed, too, is because it's so hot, this big heat bubble is just here We've been having severe thunderstorms and tornadoes in North Dakota and Canada. Right. In Canada. I mean, I I haven't done research to to know how much what the frequency is of the tornadoes up there, but it's like it's Canada. Well, you don't think We've talked about this before. Yeah. You know, the places that they don't have central air or air conditioning at all because they That's don't right. need it. I mean, I'm not just people's houses. Businesses, buildings, oh, yeah. period, don't have air because they've never needed it. Could you think Canada? Canada, a hundred? Really? You know, are you serious? 70s is a hot day for them, so you can't just open your window up there. How are they managing this heat? It, well, it it's terrible. Like I said, we I've got a ton of in other news stuff that your 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 jaw is going to drop when I read that. So. Uh, We'll get to that later. Um, National Weather Service, uh, they said today, a Facebook post, they said, uh, was the sixth day in a row that mm-hmm. they had, well, they, that that's they Springfield, have. and we're, we, we're, we're way over that, but uh, at or above 100 degrees, the sixth day in a row. Um, and it, right before we went on the air and I was doing the, the outline, Corey texted me and said they have extended the heat advisory to tomorrow. And Ooh. I can I can almost guarantee it's going to go to Tuesday. Um, because, well, see, a week, a week I from... I thought I saw somewhere that tomorrow was only going to be like 99. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a little... 
It's like, nah, we'll still hit 100. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. But the humidity's going to increase. And, and you saw, I'm sure you see, you saw the sky. It's like we've had these poppers kind yeah, of pop up. Yeah, there was some big Beautiful clouds. cumulus clouds. It, it was, I, I thought, oh, I should have started a time lapse. I, I'll probably do that tomorrow or the next day. The outdoor stuff here in Branson has been very low capacity. It, it has. It's just too hot. Well, so, like, what is today? Today is Sunday. We're recording this Sunday. I, I, I'm thinking back Saturday or Thursday night. I Somebody texted, not texted, posted on Facebook from the track that they were shutting down the train to the track because it was too hot or something like that. There's no train to the track. Well, I don't know what it was. I didn't... I was at work, there so I couldn't see it. There is, uh, we asked Grayson, because he came home that night, and we thought he was coming home early, because we're like, hey, did they shut you down from the heat? Which would make sense to me. Yeah. Because if you're just standing out there in over 100 degrees with no shade. Oh, gosh, shade, I know. Nobody yeah. needs to be out in that. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. But we asked him, and no, he had just, he just got off work. And he's like, no, we just weren't busy, so they sent me home. Um, okay. But there is a ride. There's a couple of the rides that can't run in the extreme heat. That's probably what they were saying. Like, you know, the, the rails, the, the tracks, track. the rails, the wheels, something. Yeah. Kind of like what happened to the cave train, oh, I think, okay. last summer. The heat made it expand. You had a fun fact about the Eiffel Tower a few weeks ago, too. If it gets yeah. hot, it expands. Yeah, yeah. it expands. Like, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So, right. I think it may be one of those things where something expands okay. and it's not safe to run it. So, yeah, he said, no, we had to shut down a couple of the rides That's probably what heat, that, that, that post was. Yeah, because they didn't say the track shut down. It was like there's, there's a... Tr- train or tram or something there's a new ride that they've put in this year that that he says has to it's very picky the sensors oh are, really oh it gets too hot it's like some no, of no, the no, new, no. <laughs> some of the newer rides the sensors will go off which is a safety feature yeah oh sure and sure they take it seriously so well we've been in this heat uh somebody commented on facebook it's like you know it must have been months it's been like hundreds hundreds of days and so it's like no actually it hasn't been quite that long it just seems that long um we ended up with the one of the wettest Mays on record of over 10 inches. And that first week of June, bam, for some reason, Mother Nature flipped that switch. That's when we went into this hot weather. But, oh. Is there relief in sight? I think we're going to get a break. Now I, I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm going to I'm going to hit the the model minute here, Corey. Oh oh, Corey's not here. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if y'all noticed this. Yeah or not. yeah no yeah. Gary was here last week. We were hoping Corey's here, but what'd you say? It's like it's moonlight, moonlight madness. madness so oh yeah, so he works till, till ten all week. Yeah, so he didn't go in. Uh, so it's me and Sherry. You got us. So anyway, <laughs> and next Sunday we'll be traveling. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I got we some. We haven't decided guests. what we're going to do yet. Well, I got I got a couple of couple of guests lined up to see which one's going to do it. So we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, the, the heat from, from uh, June. Yes. All, all the way has... Uh, it's actually only about seven weeks, six or seven weeks. And you were talking about it, the chance of us maybe getting some relief. Yeah. Yeah. What's happening now, the models have kind of been hinting this, but I haven't been saying this on Storm Drive because I don't want to get anybody excited because as soon as... Like today, I made a post that... It, if we talk about it, it won't happen. Well, yeah, but but... I, I don't want to. I just want to make sure <laughs> something's going to happen. And I made a post this morning that that a change is more than likely on the way, and that post exploded. I we noticed that. 
We're like, look at the shoes really? and the light. What? People what were it? like, yay, we're done with the heat. But Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Well, and, and I'm, I'm always really cautious about this because I've seen so many people, so many agencies, TV, and sometimes weather service, they'll say, you know, it could be on the horizon. We're doing this. And you get like four days like, nah, it ain't going to happen. Because that happened a, a week Maybe or so ago. I should have washed my car on the way here. And that would have got oh. us some rain. Well, see, now you know. Sometimes it helps. Just wash it on the way home. Go to get corn. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. Well, well, in the podcast early, so share it and go wash your car. And exactly. Then I, I'm, I'm willing to <laughs> sacrifice for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and Corey can try our rain dance again. It worked the first time. Oh, it did? Hey, we got that big rain oh. that Friday or whatever. Oh, yeah, was. it only lasted like an hour. Yeah, but hey. You got to dance longer. An hour is an hour. <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah. So what's what's happening today? Today and, and tonight, there is a weak front moving through. And that's why we had some of these cumulus clouds. We've had some poppers. Well, that's going to kind of continue into tomorrow. We've got that boundary in place. We're going to have a little lift mechanism. So we're going to get some spotty stuff. I mean, we're talking 30%, 40%. I mean, if you get something, you're going to get lucky. If you don't get something, you're going to stay hot. Uh, but that boundary is going to kind of wash out and then tuesday we're going to heat back up into the low 100s again i know but that looks like it's going to be one of the last days now, we don't have a heat advisory yet for tuesday but i think that's going to happen now wednesday let's talk about wednesday we got a pretty stout cold front that's coming oh. down that's going to really kind of push that ridge and kind of we call it uh making a dent in the ridge. It's a, Think of a big circle. It's going to push it and kind of take control. Um, we kind of been watching this, and we weren't sure just how far south it's going to go, and we're still not 100% convinced how far south it's going to go, but it's looking more likely that that front is going to sag into the area, like southwest Missouri, like I-44-ish, because that's what fronts do. They sag on out, you know, sticking around in I-44. That's what they do. <laughs> And everything likes I-44. <laughs> they do. Everything likes I-44. Um, but what's going to happen is once that stalls, we're going to have multiple chances of rain. We're going to have cooler air because this this is kind of a potent cold, cold front coming in starting on Wednesday. Now, we won't get the cool down until closer to Friday and Saturday. But the last check, I'll look at the weather school. I'm going to make a note to... Uh, put this high on and see if it's changed uh but they're talking a high of 88 maybe on saturday Ooh. yeah so i mean if we can get that cold front down here and i'm wondering what the if the temperatures are just going to be the same for us we're leaving early early saturday morning oh okay uh, but we'll be driving towards florida for two days it's like i'm wondering if oh you're going to be in the heat you're going to go oh. yeah i'm like i think we're just going to move towards the warmer <laughs> Yeah. Well, now the, we're not going to get any relief. We're going to leave the relief and go where it's hotter. Yeah. I mean, well, kind of because the bubble is kind of situation situation situated over like Oklahoma, Arkansas. So once you go to the southeast, you're going. You're driving to Florida, right? Yeah. 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 So you're going to kind of drive out of it, so you won't get the intense heat that we're getting right but it's now. It's so humid there. Yeah, that's like, the other. That's going to say different level of yeah. ninety in Florida is just oh gosh. Gross. When you have dew points of eighty, oh you my gosh, you walk outside and you're instantly sweating. Oh yeah, at eight o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
You really want to go to the... We're so excited to go, though. <laughs> we're gonna, I think that's awesome. We're going to have some beach time on the way. We're meeting yeah. up. We're meeting up with friends when we get there. That's awesome. We've all rented a big house together, so we're super excited. Well, we need to coordinate. If you guys want to, we can figure out doing a phoner. Because we should be in a hotel by Sunday night when you guys are doing the pod. If you do it Sunday night. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I haven't decided. We're, it's Sunday we or Monday. We literally plan. We have given ourselves two and a half days to okay. make an 18-hour trip. It's mm. 18 hours mm. there, but we're allowing two and a half days. That's smart. Just because there's going to be seven of us crammed in the car. And exactly. we want to be able to stop and do things and not just be totally rushed. No, so that's very smart. That's extremely smart. That way we smart. can arrive on time. Monday when we need to be there, not rushed. Two and a half, because two days two is days 48 is usually, hours. Yeah, two days usually people can get there easily, just do eight to ten hours of driving You're each day. You're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping to stop on the way, and we're actually hoping to stop for several hours at a beach on the way. So, Oh, that, are you going to go down to like uh, southern Alabama? We haven't over? decided the route we're taking yet. Okay. We're still looking. There's two different routes, and they're... I mean, literally minutes difference. You know, okay. this one's yeah. 18 hours and six minutes, and this one's 18 <laughs> hours and seven minutes. Right, right. So it's just basically looking at which direction, what, where we want to drive through. I think that's perfect. <laughs> and you don't even need to decide until you're in the car. I mean, wh- why? Why not? So, yeah, we're... You have a destination, so you know where you need to no, go. No, we're going. We just haven't decided how we're going to get there yet. I think that... But, you know, it's one it's of those perfect. things where Corey's the type of guy, if something jumps out at him on the way... You know, there's a sign for something Let's cool. go here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be like, hey, let's go. Well, he's all into history. So if there's anything his- historical, he'll love that. Yeah. I mean, you're going to dr- drive out of it. But once you once you get gone, we're going to cool down. Yay. Maybe I can play some disc golf because I ain't playing in this heat. Garen has said that today. He goes, you know, Randy never did call me and ask me to play disc golf with him. And I was like. I haven't gone. <laughs> I was like, no, he texted me. He wants to. But I'm like. I don't think he's gone this week. It's over 100 degrees. You oh, have no. to go at 6 in the morning for it to not be killing you. I'm old and fat. No, I ain't going until it gets like 80. I no. told him. I was like, no, he still wants to take you. It's just been too hot. No, I'll, t- I'll text him. I'll pick him up. I mean, I don't care. Y'all, y'all can come meet me somewhere. I don't care. But yeah, soon as soon as it cools down, I'm out there because I'm gaining weight. And I don't like gaining weight. It, that's the problem. I got a treadmill over there, but it's got a nice sack on it. Have you noticed that? <laughs> some lovely dust growing yeah, up. Yeah, some dust. I need to kind of do that. Anyway, uh, wide, they're talking about widespread rain. Now, we're not talking about intense, heavy rain. We're talking about widespread, meaning it's going to cover an area. The last time I looked at the area forecast discussion, they were saying probably an inch and a half or two inches, which is wonderful. That would be amazing. Like area wide, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not going to dr- to dent the drought. I almost say drought the dent. Drought the dent. <laughs> The drought ain't going I, I, my, my word's all screwed up today. Yeah, it's not going to dent the drought. We're going to have to have a lot more of these one and a half to and two we're inch have stretches. Such a pitiful fall this year. Oh, I the know. The trees are already dead. If it doesn't, well, if it doesn't rain and get that drought, we're going to have zero color. We were noticing I mean. on the high road the other day; they're all just brown. They're already dying. Well, it's, it's July so too. Yeah, yeah. Well, my zinnias out there. I mean, it's so funny because they'll. They'll be right here, and then all of a sudden, they have no water, and they go, and I water them. It's like, yeah, we talked We've about We've been, that. like, drowning the tomatoes the last few days. Oh, Not just gallon. watering them. We're drowning that, them. That's what I was telling my mother. It's like, I, I'm just, it, it, it's terrible out there. Uh, okay, uh, let's do, Corey's not here. I want to do a quick model minute. 
looking at that, since we're talking about widespread rain, uh, I'm looking at the GFS. Uh, looks like Tuesday we could get a little something, but the actual widespread uh, is going to come Thursday. Wow, it really does. Thursday and Friday, I'm seeing a lot of activity. Uh, there's Saturday. Uh, looks like some heavy activity down in uh, northwest Arkansas on Saturday morning. And that, and that persists through Saturday midday. Uh, and then we kind of clear out again. Uh, let me throw the thermals on here. So what I mean by that, when we look at models, I'm going to throw the temperature uh, on there to see because, oh, I don't like that hot pink. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so by Thursday, it's the the what we call the hot pink, that's like 100 degrees or higher, is way down in Oklahoma, and that goes away. Look at that, way down in Louisiana. So we are going to, according to this, we're definitely going to get a big break. Now let me see. Uh, now, Tuesday... August 2nd, we could, eh, it looks like the heat may be moving back in, but no. Okay, we're going to leave it there because I don't like what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> looks like pretty, pretty, pretty nasty. Uh, so anyway, that's a little model minute. So uh, let's get to the next segment. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. We've had some stuff out there in the Pacific, but that's gone away. Estelle. Uh, became a big old hurricane out there, moved out west, and just dissipated because we got some cooler water. It moved over. And the only thing we have out there now is a disturbance. It, what, what they say is southeast of the Mexican... No, it's offshore of the southeast Mexico, if that makes any sense. Um, the five-day probability of becoming something is 80%. So it's an orange X... Uh, it could do something, but all that stuff is moving to the west or west-northwest, so it's away from shore, and there's nothing in the Atlantic, so I don't know, there's really not much out there for that. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. I want Corey back to talk about the Saharan dust. There's probably none out there, but, you know. I don't know. Every once in a while, he'll be like, looks a little hazy tonight, don't you think? <laughs> oh, you get to check that Saharan dust out there. Uh, okay, well, uh, I think it's time to get to the next segment, which is the weather school. I thought I had played this before, but I looked at all of my all of my outlines and everything. Uh, heat. Is, I it, played, is it hot? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I should have played this a long time ago. Going to be fitting for this podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what to do in the heat, how the heat affects you. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. Ah, it's summertime. The sun is shining and it's really hot outside, but the backyard needs to be mowed. The only time to do it is around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Is this a good idea? Honey, what are you doing? It's hot outside. Well, I gotta mow the lawn, dear. We all like to go outside and soak up some sun. But sometimes the hot weather conditions can affect our health. We talk a lot about thunderstorms and snow, but heat is something many of us don't consider to be a problem. I hear people say, 
It's summer. It's hot. Deal with it. But problems can arise when high humidity is combined with hot air temperatures. We've all heard of the heat index, but what is it? Well, the heat index is a measure of how hot it really feels when the air temperature and humidity are combined. This combination can make it hard to breathe, and it hinders the body to be able to cool itself efficiently. When it's hot, our bodies try to regulate our internal temperature by sweating. On low humidity days, this process works well as the sweat evaporates into the air. This evaporation process essentially cools the skin. Think of those times when you've just gotten out of the pool and it feels really cold for a second. That cold you're feeling is the water or sweat evaporating. Once the liquid evaporates, then your perception of the surrounding air returns to a normal state. In high humidity environments, your sweat won't evaporate as fast or at all. It is then that your body will not be able to regulate its internal temperature. You'll then start to overheat and start feeling the effects of it. When we talk about heat advisories and excessive heat warnings, then this means a prolonged period of hot and humid conditions can take a toll on our body. If you do not live in an air-conditioned environment, then you will be susceptible to heat-related illnesses. The very young and the elderly are most at risk. So, what's the difference between a heat advisory and an excessive heat warning? In general, a heat advisory is issued when the maximum heat index temperature is expected to be 100 degrees or higher for at least two days, and the nighttime air temperature will not drop below 75. An excessive heat warning is defined as the heat index of at least 105 degrees for more than three hours per day for two consecutive days, or the heat index is expected to be more than 115 degrees for any period of time. Let's talk about what happens when you get overheated. You can come under the effects of heat exhaustion. There are two types of heat exhaustion. One, water depletion, in which the symptoms include excessive thirst, weakness, headache, and loss of consciousness. And second, salt depletion, in which symptoms include nausea, vomiting, muscle cramps, and dizziness. Heat exhaustion isn't as serious as heat stroke, although heat exhaustion can progress into heat stroke. Heat stroke is a medical emergency. Some symptoms include a throbbing headache, dizziness and lightheadedness, unconsciousness, your sweating stops, you've got red, hot, and dry skin, a rapid heartbeat, confusion, or sometimes seizures. The best thing to do for someone experiencing heat exhaustion is to immediately take them to a cool place. An air-conditioned building is the best, or at least a shady place. Give them liquids like water or sports drinks and put towels soaked in cool water on their skin. Make sure their clothes are loose or remove any unnecessary clothing. 
If the person does not feel better within an hour after using these techniques, then seek medical attention. For heat stroke, the treatment is immediate cooling of the body. Again, this is a medical emergency and the person should be taken to the hospital. There, they can achieve rapid cooling by immersing the person in a bath of cold or ice water, which will quickly lower the body temperature. Some doctors prefer to use an evaporation technique instead of immersion. And another way is to wrap the person in a special cooling blanket. The National Weather Service is really good about calculating the threat risk for heat-related weather conditions. So if you happen to get under a heat advisory or an excessive heat warning, then pay attention. Hydrate. Don't do strenuous activities outdoors and stay cool. Keep these things in mind if you're going to work or play outside in the middle of summer. And don't forget to use sunscreen. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there's our heat thing, our heat weather school. Stay out of the heat. I never learned so much about heat in all my life. Well, it, uh, here's the thing you need to know. It's hot. Is it? That's all you need to know. I hadn't it's noticed. hot. Say that. Here's the thing. Okay, what? It's too hot to go to the pool. That's what Corey said the other day. Like, he said, I want to go swimming, but it's too hot. I'm like, like how is, is that it a too thing? hot? Okay, so what? first of all, it's just hot getting out there. Right. And getting everybody sunscreened up. But then the water is no longer refreshing. Oh, because it's all hot the now. The water has been sitting out. Even the lake. It's it bath feels water. like bath water. Oh, now, I mean, gosh. if you want to go jump in Taney Como, oh, that'll no. cool you off Well, quick. yeah, that's where you need to go. But Table Rock or our pool, it's like bath water. I never thought of that. So, Because yeah. the concrete, I mean, it's en- encompassed in concrete. And if the sun is like 115 degrees, that's going to warm the water now, up. Now, at night, it's not too bad. If you want to go out like 8 or 9 o'clock at night, when the sun's gone down, there's a breeze blowing... Then the water is refreshing and cool, but during the day, I've only been a couple of times, and it's, like I said, it's, it's not just, that I just refreshing. Never thought of that. That's wild. Well, it's just easier to stay in in the air conditioning. But let me tell you what I did, and I am very shocked because this is different than what I saw today. I looked at the high temperatures for the next five days for Branson. Okay, are you ready for this? Okay. Oh my! All right, no, you're gonna go. What? what? All right. On Tuesday, air temperature 103 with a heat index value of 107. We're going to have another heat advisory. I just know that. It's not out yet. It will do that. Wednesday, 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 99. Thursday, showers likely. That means it's probably going to shower most of the day. We're going to get rain most of the day, high 92. Friday, chance of showers, high 88. Check this out. Saturday, chance of showers, high 82. That's going to feel like amazing. 82. Like that's coming almost from our lows. That's going to feel like a nice cool fall day. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, with showers. I mean, on and off showers or whatever. Yeah. And then Sunday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny, high 88. So, yeah, I could say we got Where's my Where's my applause? Looks like we're going to get a break from this heat. Yay! 
Yay. Unlike all of this hot weather we've been experiencing. Wait. <laughs> Sorry, I had to add it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the heat. Okay, well, I think we, before we go off the rails, I think it's time to get to in other news. Uh, I got tons of stuff, so if you need to look look for anything, that's great. Um, This this is little tidbits. You can go look these up. They're all over the internet, but it's stuff I think we need to talk about. Okay, first one, Greenland. You know where Greenland is? Way up there north. It shed six billion, that's with a B, tons of water per day the weekend before last. So what is the temperature in Greenland currently? Probably. Like, are they experiencing this extreme? It's up there. Is that why all this is melting and they're shedding water? It's because it's hot. I mean, all that heat bubbles. That'd be something for you can do. You can can look that up. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, get on that one. Corey's no. job. But but th- but think about it. Greenland, all these glaciers and stuff, six billion tons of water per day. I can't even imagine. I can't either. I mean I, I feel like yeah, I mean nobody's really there, but yeah, right, but still, I mean, but they're used to tundra. They're used to tundra and temperatures like the high is like forty five. Right? Okay. Um okay. All around the world. This this is a compilation of stuff around the world that is happening with this heat wave, and it's it just blew my mind. So get your pens and papers out. Current uh, temperature. Yes, current temperature. It's te- 11 p.m. in Nook, Greenland. Okay. 42. Centigrade? Fahrenheit. Oh. Oh, that's not bad. I'm not sure but where Nook is. But it's 11 o'clock at night there. Well, that's true. I'm not sure where Nook is. I don't either. Uh, today their high was 57. Wow. But that's uh, high for Greenland. Yeah. Now, now, I, I mean, I got to tell you, th- this when I saw this, this was like week before last. The highest it gets in Greenland is 75 to 80. Mm, that's still, that's, you know, for being that far north, that's pretty right? warm. Right, that is very warm for being that far north. And, yeah. Okay, so here's a list of s- some things you can uh, look up. Ireland recorded 91.4 degrees last week at Phoenix Park in Dublin. That's the highest temperature in over a century and a new record for the month of July. That's crazy. 91.4. In Dublin, Ireland. They're not used to that. Um, This is the... Now, this is from NASA and NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. This is the 450th 450th straight month of temperatures globally higher than the 20th century. So the, we all know the 20th century would be in the 1900s. So I don't know what this means <laughs> exactly. I, I, I'm trying to decipher what we they mean by that. Slowly getting warmer. Yeah, 450th straight month that we were globally higher than the 21st century. The 20th century. 20th. Yeah, uh, this is crazy. Um, okay, so here's some more stuff around the world. An airport runway in London melted. I heard this. Yeah. I heard the runways and roads were melting. melting. They had to close the airport. And it's the same like when Corey said at Silver Dollar City, that blacktop. Yeah. You it you smell it melting under your feet. It's so hot. It starts buckling. It just starts, it, it, yeah, because it, it's not designed for that. Um, Pipes mu- are bursting? 
that what it says? Huh? What? Oh, sorry. I got ahead. There you are. Oh, no. <laughs> You're at the end. <laughs> no, a museum roof melted in China from this heat. A museum roof melted in China. Uh, they are wrapping the London Bridge in tinfoil to reflect. To, to, reflect, blah, 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 blah. I can't reflect. even talk. To reflect the sunlight. That's crazy. And I saw some pictures of that. I mean, it, because it, it's expanding, like you were talking about in the Eiffel Tower thing. Where it ex- all expands. Right. Gonna, yeah, they're trying to keep it from it because it's not used to expanding like this. <laughs> so they're wrapping it in tinfoil. Uh, they're painting the railroads white in London. So it will, it will reflect the yeah, heat. Yeah, reflect it. It's crazy. And then uh, what you're just looking at, the pipes are bursting in Texas because it's so hot. What kind of pipes? Like uh, I don't know. Uh, like underwater, like underground pipes, or maybe maybe water pipes. Uh, there I was just, a pipe bust in uh, Miami, Oklahoma, oh, the other water day. Water from underground, uh-huh. oh, like wow. a water pipe bust, like probably from extreme heat. Wow. And I told you, I, th- I said this last week, but I have some friends that are uh, traveling abroad this week, and they're in Rome. Uh-huh. And yeah, she had talked about how everyone, the crowds have been a little lighter. Like on the, the sites they're going and seeing, she said the crowds have been a little lighter. And one of the tour guides commented, you know, this extreme heat is, is keeping people away. And it's like in the 80s there. But that's hot to them. They're not they're, used they're, they're to this. They're not used to it. Exactly. So they're enjoying it. She's like, it's been amazing. It's been 80s, <laughs> you know, low 90s at, at most, you know. And nice she's breeze, like, yeah. it's a breezy. <laughs> yeah. She said, we're like enjoying it. We're sightseeing and loving it. And, you know, all these people are complaining about the heat. And she said the crowds have been lower. But she's like, we're loving it. Like, we don't want to come back home. They left kids here that's crazy in branson so they're getting reports of what it is here <laughs> she's like we don't want to come home that's crazy you know and we've talked about this many times on on the podcast like you know when in winter you know 50 degrees seems warm mm-hmm. but in the summer 50 degrees is really cold so yeah i love that uh okay so oh uh i found this uh graphic from the national weather service these are i'm not going to read all of them but uh, these are record highs. Uh, let me let me read it. Notable daily record high temperatures set between Sunday, July seventeenth, and Wednesday, July twentieth. So we got a four day stretch there. Okay, these are record highs. Abilene, Texas, hundred and ten degrees ties the all time record high. Salt Lake City, Utah, hundred and seven, also ties the all time record high. Uh, Oklahoma City, uh, 110, uh, that ties the July monthly record. And some stuff, uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, 112. Dallas-Fort Worth, 109. Glasgow, Montana, 108. Holy cow, Montana. Montana. They Glasgow, can't have Mon- 108? That, I mean, I would think 90s what? for them would be crazy. Billings, Montana, 103. <laughs> uh, Denver, Colorado, which I... I've had many layovers, layovers for going to San Diego. Um, One hundred and Cheyenne, Wyoming, had uh, on the July eighteenth had ninety nine, and July twentieth had one hundred. So these are high temperatures, tying the July record or breaking the or tying the all time high. That is insane, uh, and all over the world. I mean, 
that that's the heat that I have. I have one more thing that's interesting. I don't know if you saw this, Shira. Um, I haven't read it yet. Hawaii, there was a massive tide swell in Hawaii that disrupted, <laughs> that wiped out a wedding. They were having a wedding. It's like ka, ka, kalo, Kalohi. It's it, it's a place in Hawaii. I'm not sure. And there, it's been all over CNN and the Weather Channel or every place. Yeah, it, it's called a tide swell, and it's the highest they've had in 25 years. And you could see it all of a sudden. It's like this big swell tide. So did the people go running? Oh, or yeah. Or it just swept oh, them? Okay. Oh, you haven't Were seen the video. S- I haven't. Oh, I'll my have to God. look that up. Oh, my God. You have to see that. Yeah. Uh, some people were calling it a tsunami, and I was first to tell my mother and people, it's like, that's not, not a, a tsunami. tsunami. Didn't take out the whole city. Well, no, a tsunami is generated differently. From, right, it's from a like a hurricane, earthquake, earthquake yeah, in, it, at yeah, the middle or, of the ocean. Exactly, earthquake or or a volcano uh, that's way under uh, a, a powerful volcano eruption from the, the floor will cause a shift. So, did you say what caused this swell? Uh, it's Do they just, know? No, they just said it's uh, it's something that happens. They have these swells, these just, uh, on tidal occasion. swells. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you definitely have to, <laughs> have to look at that at some point. But not right now because we're getting ready for your segment. <laughs> but okay, yeah, fine. That... I'll put my phone down. Okay. No, you can. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right there. I, I, it's great having you as a co-host because you can look up stuff. Um, yeah, so that they said uh, the Hawaii Department of Land and Natural Resources said the swells were the highest in more than 25 years. And if you see the video, like I said, it's all over the place. Just look for Hawaii wedding... Well, I'm going to have to look that so, up. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I also saw a funny... Oh, no, it's not funny. Sorry. Okay. It was funny to us. Um, <laughs> uh, some people were vacationing. I don't even remember where they were. I, I want to say it was over in the Oregon area. They okay. were vacationing over there, and uh, you know they saw a beach, beautiful beach, drove their van onto the beach, and they didn't realize it was low tide. Oh, no! So, all of a sudden... Their van is underwater. Yeah, like no. <laughs> almost completely. And like they called tow trucks. They can't do it. They hooked chains to it. They couldn't get it out. Oh, I no. mean, it they had they're like, we're gonna have to wait till the tide goes back down. Which was like forty eight hours or something the between the low tide and yeah. I know, I'm like, it's literally a loss. I mean, it's yeah. sitting out there. I mean, I'm looking at this van, I'm like, <laughs> it's sitting and the water is up halfway. You oh, know, yeah. oh yeah! It's like it's completely ruined. I don't think you can save it. What's the point? But they were on vacation, and that was their transportation. Oh, but I'm no. still. I'm like, I, I don't. I think that's a complete loss. They just I didn't realize it was low. Tide. Had no idea that oh. that it was a low tide, and they just drove right onto the beach. And it was an area where there wasn't people or anybody to tell well, them. Well, I could see that if it was a lake, that would make sense because you know you could just kind of you know table rock right. or whatever. You're not going to get that. our tides don't come up. No. <laughs> But you know, they would, you would think they would have signs. Well, I think it's just kind of common knowledge. You would knowledge. think they would have signs saying, hey, if the water is below this level, this is low tide, don't park beyond this. You know, you would think there'd be signs, don't park beyond this level during low tide or something, you know, for us wanderers that don't know. I, but I mean, I wouldn't think about it. I here's, mean, here's the clue. Okay. And this is what everybody was commenting in the comments. Uh, don't leave the parking lot. <laughs> There's parking lots near those waters for a reason. That's why. <laughs> Don't think, hey, we'll just drive onto the beach. Doesn't it look pretty? 
Yeah, and then suddenly you don't have transportation. And suddenly anymore. your van is underwater. So. Oh my gosh! I wonder what they. I guess they were out walking or something because uh, it takes a while for the tide to come I don't in. Oh, you know, I didn't get an explanation of that of how quickly. And and I'm sorry, I'm know. not even stupid. I don't know. I've not ever been where there is low tide, high tide, that kind of thing, to where it changes yeah. the water level so quickly. I don't know how fast it comes up. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Message us. Let us know. Yeah. E- email us at stormdarweather at gmail.com. You know, when there's low tide and high tide, something that's a common occurrence every day in this area. Yeah, how fast how does fast it go? How fast does that water come in? Yeah, if, if I get out at low tide and start walking, do I have an hour? Do I have 30 minutes? Do I have four hours? I don't know. See, that's what see that's what we're doing. We're generating responses. That's what we're doing. Yeah, they they showed a video of they had divers come in and try to hook chains. They divers they actually go, did. Divers oh came God. in and hooked chains to the van, <laughs> but then as they started pulling it out, it started leaning yeah. to the side and it was about to capsize. Oh, if it's on sand, oh my gosh. So they were it was like you just stopped. Just, and yeah. the guy was like, You're gonna have to wait till low tide and, and try to drive it out of here. I'm like <laughs> To be able to drive it out of here? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. <coughs> okay, you bet ready? I'm ready. Let's get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And we are. I love that drop. I love that. So. I do. Okay, so Shara, what do you got for us? I have a little bit of both. Ooh, got bonus. Okay. Very little of both. That's okay. Um, I was really struggling with the fun fact today. Um, I I almost this week is Corey and I's anniversary. Mm. Twenty five years. Mm. Twenty five years I have put up with that man. I'm looking for a drop right now. <laughs> I'm like, are you doing oh. something over there? There. No, I'm looking for I have too many drops. There. Okay, so your anniversary. The year was yes. 1990. So no, anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Tuesday is our 25th anniversary. Wow. Is that like like pencil? What is it? That's silver, isn't it? Silver. Uh, I don't know. I think it's silver. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. Wood, graphite. I, I don't you know. know. I've never followed along with that stuff. I didn't so either. I, don't. <laughs> I, I think I knew first couple of years was like paper cotton or something i think anyway. di- was diamond 50 uh-huh diamond okay yeah 50. i know that okay so or okay. gold there's gold there's gold. Di- maybe diamond 60 platinum i don't know okay anyway i think we're silver okay so silver you need but, silver you know he has to work all day of course well <laughs> but, but we're leaving on vacation for 10 days there you go so yeah. he's working every day until we leave oh gosh um my plan is hopefully to be able to go out and see him at work, at least go on his tour. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of be together. Of course. And maybe go out to dinner after he gets off work. We'll see if that happens. But okay. if anything, we're maybe thinking we're going to just dump all the kids on vacation together and we'll go out to dinner. Celebrate. Why not? You know, we have a 23-year-old and a 20-year-old, so. Send them to the, send them to the beach. Y'all yeah. can just do I'm like, out. don't be looking at us like we're bad parents. No, we have adults. <laughs> you have adult leave children. the little ones yeah. with them. <laughs> Okay. I don't know, but anyway. Okay. I was going to do some fun facts about us, but I thought, nah, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> so here's what I did come up with, because I was like, there is nothing going on. Okay. We're going on vacation, so I looked up some fun vacation facts. Ooh, okay, good. These are different, you know, if you're wanting to vacation soon. Italy has a free public wine fountain. What? I myself am not a wine drinker. 
I would if I was in Italy. I do not like wine. Maybe the wine eh, is better there, but wine gives me a headache. I don't wine like is an acquired taste. Yeah, yeah. And I like. Why do I need to acquire a taste for it? I right, would just that's rather my drink point. something I already like. Exactly. Thank you. But anyway, if you're interested in the small town of Ortona in Italy, there's a free wine fountain. Uh, it's a Dora Sarchi's Winery has opened the free for the public fountain, mainly to serve those traveling. Uh, it's not the first public wine fountain in Italy. Venice has had a fountain in St. Mark's Square for its annual carnival. Um, but the one in Ortona is open year-round, and it will re- not reveal its specific kind of wine, which is flowing through the fountain. Uh, the traveler's reviews of it have been positive. So you just have a, a cup? You, or just you just grab go get- a cup and go get it at the fountain. Really? No idea what kind of wine you're drinking, but... Wow, that's fascinating. Okay. I don't know. It'd be huh. fun to go see it. Yeah. Uh, 60% of the lakes on Earth are located in Canada. I did not know this. I 60%. Did not know. That's a that's large. more than half. Yeah. In Canada. The second largest country on the planet is home to 60% of the planet's lakes. Uh, still not amazed? How about we rephrase the number of lakes in Canada is bigger than the rest of the lakes on the planet combined? Oh, my God. Really? So the largest lake in Canada is the Great Bear Lake, um, spreading over 31,153 kilometers and going as deep as 435 meters. Okay. The second largest country on the planet is home to 60%. That's, a, that's, the that's over 1,000. The number of lakes yeah. in Canada uh-huh. is bigger than the rest of the lakes on the planet combined. Bind. That's insane. That's crazy. Wow. It's like all lakes. Uh, right. Like, is there much land? <laughs> I know there's tornadoes because that's what they would have this year. <laughs> They're frozen lakes yeah. half the year, but you know. They <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah. 600 people work at the Eiffel Tower daily. Why? You me for a second when you what? when you mentioned I said something about the Eiffel Tower. I was like, yeah. "Oh no, did I already do this fun?" And then I went, "Oh, okay, no, 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 something, no. something different." Yeah, six hundred people, and like, how do they need six hundred people? More importantly, where do they find six hundred people to work daily? My point is, what are they all doing? Right. So, Garen had his girlfriend over to the house today, and. Uh, you know Garen, so yeah. can you imagine what his girlfriend is like? You know, two peas in a pot. Uh, okay. okay, so she was like, she was helping me find these fun facts today. She's like, maybe, have you ever seen the lights on the Eiffel Tower? Maybe 600 people each have their own light bulb they hold. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, funny. That's funny. Okay, I have to answer this text super fast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Okay, sorry, and I had to answer my kid. That was important. And well, when you're a parent, then that's what you do. Goodness, where are my fun facts? <laughs> okay, here okay. we go. 600 people working the Eiffel Tower. When it comes to the most famous tower in the world, it seems like the work is never done. Oh, no. The Eiffel Tower is the daily workplace of 600 Parisians making it not only one of the biggest tourist attractions worldwide, but also one of the largest job-generating businesses in the French tourism industry. 
It still doesn't say what they do. <laughs> I know. Like, what, what? what's all these 600 people doing? Are they constantly working on it? Is, they, is it falling are they apart? painting it? Are what they are court? 600 people doing? <laughs> okay, that's next week. You got it. Okay, so next week, for your <laughs> fun fact. Or no, the next time you're here, you got two weeks, yeah. I'm, I, 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 okay. like I said, we can't find workers around here. <laughs> Maybe I should move to Paris. <laughs> and get a job at the Eiffel Tower. I want to make a note. I'm making yeah, a note. Yeah, make a note so I can look that up. I want to okay. know. I didn't think that. I thought it told me, but I want to know uh, what the 600 people do. What, yeah, what are they doing? Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, okay. There's a little tip. If you're oh. going to be flying. Uh-oh, okay. First of all, plan extra time. I haven't found a friend yet that has flown smoothly this summer. Oh, my the gosh. The delays, yeah. it's been awful. So, you know, make sure you book your flights. Yes. Oh my goodness! My family's <laughs> trying to kill me. <laughs> are they te- are they bo- text bombing you? So yeah. So okay. and it's important. We can't leave Corey stranded at work. Oh okay. So okay. Well, you do that, and I, I'm I'll go in. Uh... I'm I'm still here. I'm still here. I, I can multitask. Look at me multitasking. Okay. I was going to okay. do your radar update. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. If you're going to be flying. Oh yes. Okay. Science has proved that jet lag feels worse. If you travel from west to east, our internal clock has a natural cycle of sleep-wake modes that is slightly longer than 24 hours. Traveling from west to east makes the day shorter, while traveling from east to west makes the day longer, duh, time zones, making it easier for the brain to adapt. Oh, okay. So but It's all about time zones. Okay, so so it's it's harder... Going west to from east? west to east, yeah, because okay. you're gonna leave, you know, and fly for four hours, but arrive two hours, you know, earlier than you left, right? Because that kind in, of thing in San Diego, it's nine p.m., and then in New York, it's one a.m. Right, but then that's that's at that same time. So if you're flying, okay, and then your body's going, what am I doing? What's yeah. happening? <laughs> so if okay. you go east to west. It's you're going to gain easier. hours. Yeah. You're going to leave at 8 in the morning, but still arrive at 8 in the morning. So, so you could leave at 1 at New York and arrive in Los Angeles at 1 at I the think, same time. I think that's kind of... I think that's what happened. Okay. That makes sense. Maybe I'm wrong. No. Like, like when we went from Florida to home, you know, we left at a certain time and, and arrived basically at the same time that we'd left. See, you know, that's weird. That has got to be it's weird. super crazy. Yeah. Now, when I went to San Diego, I mean, it wasn't that same time, but it was like, wait a minute. I just left at four. How's it? Eight o'clock at night. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, wow. And the sun is still up. What is up with that? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So there you go. You know, just saying. There's nothing you can do about that. Right. You're going to travel west to east. You're going to feel worse. And the jet lag is going to hang on longer. Uh, Working while on vacation is worse than you think. Ooh. There's a lot of people that try to get, you know, eh, a little bit of work done. And people say don't. Anyway, go on. Don't. No. Research shows that sifting through work emails and participating in work-related activities, such as messaging and going over work materials, results in you remembering less of the vacation. Oh, because you're focused on work at yeah, that point. I mean, oh. turn your work brain off. They, but the experts say that. They you say, go on vacation for a reason. Turn, turn your mail off. Turn People your are covering your shifts, whatnot, whatever. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. It is You've hard. You've got to mentally be on vacation or your brain is just, mm-hmm. you might as well be at work. Yeah. 
Um, the Great Wall of China's strength comes from sticky rice. What? Workers <laughs> built the Ming Dynasty sections of the Great Wall by mixing together a paste of sticky rice flour and slaked lime, which was the standard ingredient in mortar. Uh, the workable paste used to bind building blocks. The sticky rice mortar bound the bricks together so tightly that in many places, weeds still cannot grow to this day. Oh, my gosh. From sticky rice. That's crazy. We need to lay our sidewalks like that. I was so going to say, I'm, that's what I'm going to do out we there. We need our my... driveways made out of that <laughs> so weeds can't grow. Sticky rice, yeah. Oh, where do you get sticky rice? Do you know? China. Okay. <laughs> I'll go to China.com and see if I can get I don't some know, sticky surely, <laughs> You know, we have a lot of people here that are from China. Go that's, ask that's them. That's true. Okay. I'm sure they get shipments daily. I need some sticky rice. Give I need me some, some sticky rice. rice. I'm going to make some my driveway. <laughs> okay. um, the best part of your trip is actually in the planning and preparation phase. I believe that. I do. You I know, believe at it. first I was kind of like, no, but then I see it. I, I see it. Uh, in our like I said, in planning of this trip to Florida, there's four families that we're all going together. Yeah. And, you know, all staying together. And we're, like, so excited. So every time we're together, we talk about what we're going to do, where we're going to stay, how we're going to eat. Just, you know, just talking of all the fun things we're going to do. I get it. Because once you're there, you're there, and then it's over. It's happening. Yeah, 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 it's happening. I don't know. Uh, A 2010 study discovered that going on vacation doesn't necessarily make you happier. The mere anticipation of the time off results in higher levels of reported happiness and lower anxiety. I can see that. Perfectly good reason to start planning your, you know, so even if you're planning for three years down the road, start planning that bugger now. That makes sense. And you can, but you know, you know that feeling when you're working even a horrible week. Like Corey's doing this week. Mm -hmm. He's working every day this week from early morning to late at night. Yes. It's awful. But knowing that when he gets off Friday night, he's done for 10 days. Yes. And he's going to be on the beach. He's going to be in Orlando. Like, I get it. I remember those days. I remember thinking three more days. (laughs) You know, just got to get through this day. It doesn't matter how horrible of a day you have. I get it. Knowing you are leaving... Wow. I get it. Wow. So start planning, you know? I'm going to plan now. Right? Like 10 years down the road. <laughs> My kids are so excited. And that, like, as a mom. Oh, I bet. You know, like, I'm excited to go. But as a mom, when you see your kids excited to get to do something they've never done. And, and you know, when you were a kid, you thought of things like, I'm going to get to go here someday. You uh-huh. know, you really thought it would never happen. So to see that happen for them, like, oh. All the mom feels. Uh, yeah, your heart I just bet. melts. It's just Aww. a moment you'll just. Eh, sorry, nice, I love it. I'm gonna get all teary. No, sorry. Yeah, don't do this. Moving okay. on. <laughs> okay, little bit of history. That was my last fun fact. <laughs> okay. July twenty second, nineteen ninety three. Uh, let's see. I was getting ready to start my freshman year in high school, so I was okay. fourteen years old. At 9.48 a.m., the levee holding back the flooding Mississippi River ruptured oh. at Kaskaskia, Kaskaskia, Illinois. Residents were forced to flee on barges. By 2 p.m., 
the entire town was underwater. This was from 9.48 a.m. to 2 p.m. The entire town was underwater. This event was part of the larger Great Flood of 1993, which also affected me in little old Miami, Oklahoma. We flooded greatly that year. Uh, had to move out of our house that year. So oh, wow. I didn't realize how large that flood area was because we have a river that runs through Miami, the floods, but didn't realize it was coming from up north, come down from Illinois. and. Well, guess what? It was all of central U.S. Guess what? What? I lived in St. Louis at that time. Did you? Yeah. In 89 to 98. I experienced it. It was crazy. They shut down I-44 at uh, Valley Park because Valley Park is an extension of the Mississippi and it flooded and it went over the road and you could not I forty you could not get across I forty four. I remember that. Yeah, I was up there at St. Louis. I mean I don't I didn't realize the extension. Like I said, I was fourteen years old. What what what's the town? Uh Kaskaskia, Illinois. Is where the levee ruptured. Kaskaskia, okay. Kaskaskia. Kaskaskia. All right. I'm trying, making sure I'm getting all the vowels in there. The syllables <laughs> in there. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember. I but really it, remember it that. It says it was, like I said, this was the event that was part of a larger great flood mm-hmm. in 1993. Oh, yeah. It was And I insane. remember this greatly. Um, yeah. Like I said, I was in a part of town. The river was not super close to me. It was a mile or so away. Mm-hmm. But there was some small creeks and streams that come off of it that went towards our house. Um, so when those flooded, you know, eventually the water yeah, has to go was, somewhere. Yeah, it yeah. come across the road and flooded our house. It did not get in mm. our house, thankfully. That's good. Um, and I was dating Corey at this time. Oh. So let's date myself. Okay, I was a freshman in high school. Okay. Um, we had just started dating. And, you know, cell phones didn't exist. Right, right. And I was too young to technically date. Of course. (laughs) I'm 14 years old. Right, yeah. So I can't date. But, yeah, we flooded. We stayed in the house. It got up to the second step of our porch. We had a three-step porch. Oh, my gosh. You know, another foot, it would have been in our house. It was in our garage. Our garage was completely flooded, and all around us was flooded. We had to get the high waders. We had to wear the the knee high boots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We parked our cars out on the road, and we wore knee high boots. Wait, was the road higher? The road was higher up. Oh, so you're So when it flooded, um, the water, there was a, a creek across the street from us. And that would okay. flood, and the water would come across the road, the ditches and stuff. Mm-hmm, I don't, can't mm-hmm. even explain how it happened, because we had ditches that ran. Um, and like I said, I lived on an acre lot, so our driveway was a long, uh, it was a circle drive. It was a big U okay. um, to the road. And the road, they kept repaving it, repaving it, repaving it. So yeah. it just kept getting higher and higher right. and higher. <laughs> so that the water would fill the ditches and flood our yard, but the road was still dry. Okay, that makes so sense. So you could still drive sure. the road. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, we could, my, my, and actually as the water went down a little bit, my dad could pull the truck all the way up to the porch and carry us from the porch to the truck if oh he needed God, to. Oh my God, yeah. But to get to the cars when it was at its worst, we would put on the knee-high waders yep. and we would wade out to the car. You... This was something people didn't think about. You can't walk in that water. No. You had to get a tetanus shot. 
Snakes. If, if you well that, but yeah. you had to get a tetanus shot if you walked in that water. This was flood water. This isn't clean water. You don't want to be playing in this exactly. water. Exactly. Um, nasty, yeah. all kinds of things it's picking up along Amoebas. the way. Amoebas. Yeah. So <laughs> anybody that had to walk in it or wade in it or what had to go get a tetanus shot. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Okay. Um, I tried calling Corey. Then, I mean, the water rose fast. Like, oh, really? You know, fine. At night when we went to bed, the next morning, poof, our yard is full of water. Oh, my gosh. And it like set up to the second step. Fields, everything. And I and I'm like trying to call Corey and the phone won't work. I'm like, what's going on? And my dad's like, look across the street. You see that green box? Which is barely showing. You can only see the top of it. He goes, That's our phone lines, honey. Oh no, your phone was underwater or kind of. Yeah. Right. Basically. Oh my and God. you know, then they shut off power. Yeah. Because once everything's underwater, so you don't get electrocuted, they come and they shut off your power. So I'd move. We didn't have. I'm sorry. I would move. It happened twice in my lifetime. Oh, oh, okay. So it's not a a regular. Yeah. Once when I was super young, I want to say 86, 87. My mom took us to another a neighboring town to my grandma. Wow. So and then the water receded. It went down fast. From okay. our house. Mm-hmm. The town was flooded, yes. But our yeah. house, for some reason, once they opened the dam, oh would go down gosh. quickly. So. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> wow, I went on a rant. Sorry. No, but no, that's fascinating. But I, didn't I remember this one, and I didn't realize how big of an area this encompassed. I didn't realize that something from, you know, a levee breaking in Mississippi, yeah, not in yeah. Mississippi, but the Mississippi River up in Illinois affected us down Everything. in Oklahoma. It, it's all connected. Corey would have a lot of say about that. Absolutely. <laughs> we have all those things in Canada. Well, you think of Ni- Niagara Falls. Niagara? Yeah, Niagara. Niagara. <laughs> it's spelled like Niagara. Anyway, yeah, that's coming down and making the Mississippi, and then it just, yeah, it's just crazy. So what was funny was, I mean, Miami's a small town. Mm-hmm. I live maybe a mile from town. You know, right. I mean, the main town. We were out in the country, yes, we had a farm, but eh, it was a mile. But... Both ways into town were bridges over the river. Oh, okay. So we had no way into town. Oh, my gosh. You were there. (laughs) If we wanted to go to town, we had to go the opposite direction, go outside of town to some neighboring towns. Okay, yeah, back around. Come back around. It would take over an hour. Oh, really? So, yes. If we needed groceries or anything like that, we had to go on an hour trip to get into town to get food and things, which would normally take us five minutes. Because oh my god! We gosh. were flooded in. We That's were stuck. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I remember my sister's boyfriend. Now, granted, like I said, me and Corey were very young mm-hmm. and not really able to date. My sister was older. She was probably 17, 18 at the time. Her boyfriend made the trek. He made the hour drive. Oh no. To come to and see if we needed help moving out. Okay. Or whatever. So Yeah. Yeah, he oh came my and gosh. saw her. It was horrible. I mean, for I a fourteen-year-old dating, it was torture. I couldn't talk yeah. on the phone for two days. Oh, you know the traumas. It was the traumas. Like I look back and I'm just, oh. I would be more. I don't know how I survived. Yeah, I, I'd be more like worried about you know. Okay, the water's like coming up to our second. Step. Well, it stopped. <laughs> it stopped once it got there. That's when the water crested. But oh. 
we, you know, we had no phone, we had no TV, we had no electricity. Oh, that's right. They shut your power. Nothing. I mean, everything's shut down. You got no hot water. You have nothing. I'd move. For two days. I we're stuck move. in this house reading books. I would move. By candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> like Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yeah. Fun times. Fun okay. times. But I remember the second night, um, the water stopped and it was kind of slowly going down. So we decided to go to church. Um, so my dad. And I have video and I have pictures. My dad pulled the truck up to the porch and in his big waders. And this is back when people dressed up for church. So, you know, me and my mom were in dresses. So he comes to the porch, gets me, carries me to the car, puts me in, comes back, gets my mom, carries her to the truck, puts her in. And then we drive away and we make the hour trip to church. An hour. I'd move. That's awesome. Like I said, twice. <laughs> twice in my lifetime. Twice. Okay, there you go. <laughs> okay, whew, I'm sorry. I got to get through this. Okay. July 17th, 1981. Severe thunderstorms. R- winds, sorry. Severe thunderstorm winds ripped a 10,000 square foot hole in a 90 foot high pavilion at SeaWorld in Orlando, Florida. Oh my gosh. One person died after the incident and 15 people were injured. 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 You're talking like me now. <laughs> <laughs> the canopy was originally designed to withstand 120 miles per hour winds. Okay. So I don't know if the winds got higher than that or if it just didn't live up to its name. But A thunderstorm, that's... That'd be extraordinary. I feel like that's rare. like derecho level winds. Well, derecho it would be like 90 to maybe 100. And this was supposed to withstand 120. Yeah. So if it damaged it... I think somebody didn't like build it to. to, to. <laughs> they didn't build it like they're supposed to. Anyway, you know, I went to SeaWorld in like '83 ish. Yeah. So okay, wouldn't have been too long after. But that one was interesting to me because we're getting ready to go to SeaWorld. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, go see if it's still there. <laughs> I think they've rebuilt by now. Oh, really? Okay. Completely. It's a whole new building. <laughs> Sorry. July sixteenth, two thousand five. Okay. Hurricane Emily. Ah. This is one of those names that they've retired. Oh, yeah. Uh, peaked as a Category 5 Ooh. in the Caribbean Sea. The storm was the first of four Category 5s in the Atlantic during that season. I forgot. Like, I forgot how bad that season That's was. That's a long time ago. It. It seems like yesterday. Yeah. No, I mean, was, yeah. I know 2005 was a long time ago, but it feels like just a few years ago, and it I does. remember it very distinctly. Wow. But I didn't remember that there was four. Four Cat Fives. That's crazy. I didn't. I in did, one I season. Yeah. Um, it remains the strongest Atlantic storm during the month of July. Okay. In history. So. Wow. Wow. Emily got retired. We don't in July. Need- we don't name storms after Emily anymore. That, that's true. It's been a slow tropics this year. So. Thank God. Yeah. And I hope it stays that way because I'm headed to the tropics no, in a couple I, well, of weeks. Well, I think this weekend it's going to probably pick up. Uh, we're, we got a, a couple of invests. It's going to go there. You're not going to see your husband because he's going to be at the lake watching. I'm going to the... tie him to a pole and go back to my condo. <laughs> there you go. We'll shoot some live video of him swinging from the pole. From oh, the I know. Blowing him. Well, we'll we'll figure out some somehow. We'll do we'll something. Like I said, by Sunday night, we we should be tucked safely yeah. into a hotel. Well, and I need to figure out when uh, my guests 
my special guests That's are going to be. It's That's either true. Sunday That's or Monday. True. I don't know. I've, like I said, I haven't talked to them. I want to make sure. Monday morning we'll be kind of finishing our route because we'll be headed. To, we should be close to Orlando and checking into oh, okay. our, in our house. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk we'll, later. We'll, we'll talk. We'll oh, wait. talk. <laughs> Garen's not here. <laughs> okay. Wow. We had a fun podcast. I'm so sorry. That was supposed to be no, short. No, that's fine. That, that's We had a lot, lot to talk about. But now it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week it's a phrase, and it's not a hard phrase, but I thought it was very fascinating. So, Gosh, Shara, this is long. <laughs> what is this week's storm dark weather, weather word slash phrase of the week? I'm I'm going to need to take a drink of water halfway through yeah, this Yeah, I know. One. Okay. Growing degree day. Yes. Not from the word. The definition is what's going to kill yeah, me. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's kind of explaining. Yeah. So so what is a growing degree day? The number of degrees that the average temperature is above a baseline value. For example, 40 degrees for canning purposes 45 degree for potatoes and 50 degrees for sweet corn, snap beans, lima beans, tomatoes, grapes, and field corn. Every degree that the average temperature is above the baseline value becomes a growing degree day. Agricultural related interests use growing degree days to determine planting times. Holy cow, what did I just read? Well, what, okay. I'm not exactly sure, but what I'm I, thinking it is, if you're going to can, I, I just, you need it needs to be above 40 degrees. Or if you're going to five degrees for potatoes, 50 degrees for sweet yeah. corn, snap beans, lime. If you're going to grow potatoes, every degree it needs to be above 45 the average degrees. Temperature is a, but the average temperature is it is it 40 degrees above the average temperature? I'm confused. Let's see. The baseline. number of degrees the average temperature is above a baseline, a baseline value. value. Well, I, I know. It becomes a growing degree day. I'm thoroughly confused. Farmers, please write. <laughs> yeah, or anybody who knows this. I mean, this is on the National Weather Service thing, so this is a weather service thing. Uh, did I say that twice? They use this to determine their planting times. Yeah, and agricultural. So people who plant... That actually listen to this podcast, which I hope they do. Um, Help us out, because yeah, uh, we're dense in this topic. Now, I know what a heating and a cooling degree day, we'll have that at some point. For Oh, I can't wait. Well, that I know, but the growing degree day, I'm not really sure what that is. I Like I said, I, I have a black thumb. Me too. And my... I have that. Garen's girlfriend showed up today, and Corey has a lot of his tomatoes picked and laying out on the counter. Ooh, yeah. She's like, did you grow all these yourself? <laughs> I, I just wish you could like see the excitement in her face. Like, wow, did you grow these? It's like, well, Corey did. <laughs> I have a black thumb. I would have killed them I all. did not, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I love gardens. She's like, we have oh. lots of vegetables. And she's like, I have a green thumb. I can grow anything. I'm like, wow. That's great. Great, because I just got a new plant for my birthday, and I'm trying not to kill it. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll sick her on it. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I told her. A friend of mine, bought, the friend I met in Springfield for dinner, brought me a, a beautiful, cool little flower that's not like indigenous to this area. Oh, how cool. It's very, it looks fake. Okay. It's so cool that it looks plastic. So I read the directions on it of what it needs, and I've been trying to do that. Let's see how okay. long I can keep it alive. 
<laughs> but I've been drowning Corey's tomatoes every day while he's at work. Oh, God. Like I said, those zinnias. I have that big can. I dump at least a can mm-hmm. on both those. I mean, we have a large watering can, and on a normal day, on a normal day in the 80s, one can will water all of them. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, we only have them in pots. Um, these hot days in the morning, two cans, you know, one can That's for the crazy. front row, yeah. second can for the second row. But on these super hot days, yeah, we are doing like one can per plant. It, which takes forever, takes 20, 30 minutes to fill that can up every time. Yeah, yeah. But we've been dumping water on them. Because I'm afraid, and my mom was even afraid. It's like, well, we don't want to overwater them. But, you right. know, you feel the soil, and like five With, hours later, it's like it's dry. It's like, okay. I've watered them, and within an hour later, the topsoil is insane. dry. So I am just drowning these tomatoes trying to save them. So far, that's so what, good. But I mean, I'm they sure, don't look all that happy, but we're getting some tomatoes out right, of them. But, so. but, you know, that's kind of what the, the farmers are having to do, too. We're, I mean, the drought, we didn't even hit the drought. The drought is getting worse and worse and worse. So next, You know what a tomato feels like when you've cooked it? Like when you've boiled it? No. I hate tomatoes. I do, too. But I know <laughs> what they feel like when Corey boils them. Okay, so you have tomatoes that are, that are bad they're mushy and you're like ooh, i don't want that one and then there's the feel of one that's been boiled for purposes of you know using it anyway he, i have no idea what you're he brought in a tomato last night and he was like it felt like it was already cooked oh it felt like it had from been, just being on the vine oh just being out there it's so hot it felt like a cooked tomato it wasn't it wasn't a bad mushy it was a cooked mushy I don't know what it, cooked mushy. It was mushy. soft and... Cooked I, mushy. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I'm sure that's not the technical term. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it was weird because he brought it in from outside and it looked beautiful. I mean, it looked perfect. But it, looked, but it was like but it had been... But when you touch bo- it, it was like, Bleh. like this has already been cooked, like from the inside out because it was so hot. Ew. I'll stick with broccoli. I have frozen broccoli upstairs. <sighs> I mean, I don't eat tomatoes, so that was... You yeah, know. I don't... Yeah, I don't uh, yeah. So, are you going to take some sunscreen to Florida? Heck yeah. I'm so excited. I mean, you're, you're kind of tan now. You've been lay, kind of laying out the sun, so you're going to be so dark. You know, I haven't been in the sun as much this year as I normally would because I have the baby. Oh, right. And so when we go to the pool, I put an umbrella over us. Yeah. Like even in the water, I. But you're still brown. I mean, I sit with an umbrella over us so she doesn't get right. sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she, she doesn't need to get sun. I haven't really went out. We haven't gone out all. We went out once this week. It's you're, been that You're going to be so dark when you come back. <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, we realized, and we didn't realize this, like we usually went on vacation every year mm-hmm. somewhere, and, and our families have gone places together, but we've not been on a vacation since Griffin was born. Oh, wow. It's what, six years? Five years? Five years. He just turned five this year. But like that summer, I was still traveling for work, and then I found out I was pregnant with him, and then I had him the next spring. You know, so of course we didn't go anywhere that year. Because I remember you guys went on cruises. Yeah, we used to cruise all the time. And then COVID hit. Oh, COVID shut everything down. So, I mean, it dawned on us. Like, we hadn't even realized we haven't taken this kid on vacation. This is his first vacation. Oh, he's got to love All of my kids have been to Mexico within the first couple years of their life. They've 
They've been everywhere. My older three boys have all been to Disney World, but the younger two have not. Oh. So I have an eight-year-old girl and a five-year-old little boy that are so stinking excited to go to Disney World. I'm going to look at the pictures. Face, you're going to flood Facebook. Flood I know. it. <laughs> I am going to flood it. Yeah, I'll show my mom. I'll show my mom. She just loves of it. Of course, Garen, we're going for his competition. Right. That is the main purpose of well, this. Exactly. Um, because Garen made it to national level fine arts, which is a huge deal. Yes. With his class. short sermon. Yes. Um, which he uh, did in front of the whole church this morning and <laughs> rocked it. That's awesome. A proud mama. I could not yes. beam any harder this morning. I was <laughs> so proud. That's great. Um, but yeah, that's our main purpose for going is to watch him perform and, and hopefully he does well and goes far. But we decided to turn it into a family vacation. Why not? I mean, my old, like I said, my oldest is 23. Grayson is going to be 21 in a couple of months. So yeah. I'm thinking, how many more family vacations are we going to have before they're moved on and doing their own I thing? I say go now. So, yeah. yeah, we are loading up. I cannot wait to take my babies to Disney World uh, and SeaWorld. Well, maybe we'll have to post some pictures on the storm tower out there. Get some cool clouds. We get just some cool... may have to get some beach pictures or there something. There you go. And Make us all jealous. We're going to have to bore y'all with some Florida pictures. Well, it's, so. going, it's going to be almost winter here. I mean, with right. this big cool down. going to go like, all the way down if, to the 80s. If we're going to have 82 for a high. I mean, the low is probably going to be like 40. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think yeah. so. It's going to do that. <laughs> you know, at least it rains every day in Florida. Yeah, that's true. At least we can. Yeah, get... but then it's going to be humidity is going to be five thousand yeah, percent. It gets way hotter after, <laughs> but at least during those few minutes of rain, you're oh, getting cooled gosh. off. But I, you know, and and we're going with friends. Yeah, it's we're gonna going to be with fun. three other families that we absolutely love. So we're so excited. I know. Well, we're gonna we'll be, we'll be talking or whatever. We I'm will keep get... in touch. I don't know what we'll end up doing. Yeah, we'll I'll have to figure out. Uh, I have to figure out which which of my special guests are coming. I, I have a couple of. We'll, we'll handle it till you guys get back, and then when you get back, we'll want to hear all about the whole trip. Man, and we're gonna have to have like a whole podcast of just our trip. <laughs> just a, I know. We'll we'll make it a side trip. The storm drive, whether Corey and Shara a side trip. We'll we'll figure like that Corey's out. Like Corey's. Not much. Not sure what to do with himself with ten whole days off. Oh, oh, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. I'm sure it'll go by fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what vacations do. We'll be you back know? and doing podcasts, and he'll be at work before we know it. Like what? Did I take a vacation? What I happened? Okay, well, we are headed for a cool down. We are so excited. Uh, all the models are saying that, and widespread rain just in time for them to leave. So I don't know. You got anything else to add for two two? Wait, you'll be back in three weeks. So you'll be out next the two podcasts. next podcast. two, yeah, two next podcasts. two weeks oh, we'll be gone. Well, so got any, any... But we're hoping to call in. Yeah. We'll check in. We'll, we'll figure that out. Even if we have to do a phone or I can slide it in, I think. Oh, so. yeah. Okay. Well, you know what to do. Two more days of the heat, heat index, uh, heat drink, advisory. Drink, 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 water. There are so water. many people I'm seeing posting on Facebook about having issues with headaches. Me being one of them, mm-hmm. you do not realize that it can be from dehydration. It is so hot. Drink. Well, those plants uh, we just talked about, think of the plants yeah. that we have to, like, two or three times what they water. Your body's giving off. Your body's the same way. Got to do if the water. If you are in this heat at all, even if you're not out in it, it's affecting mm-hmm. your body. Drink water. Yes. And then everybody get your rain gauges out because we are going to get some and rain. And pray for rain. Yes. we're going Everybody to get do the rain dance. <laughs> 
Okay, well, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>